0: It's emergency episode time, everybody. Okay, it's not really an emergency, but I wanted to talk about Beverly Hills. You know, we got this episode hyped as one of the the dinner parties from hell, and I wanted to discuss it. Of course, my resident Beverly Hills expert, Emily of She Speaks Bravo, had to come by and we discussed everything. It only made sense because she was here for my last emergency episode where we talked about Kyle and Morgan and Mauricio. And since we got our first morgan sighting on the real housewives of beverly hills this week it was only appropriate that we got together to talk about it before you get into this episode drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on spotify and leave me a five star rating and review you know we love those it's your new episode of reality and comics 2 let's do it Oh! Hello, everybody. I'm back. And yes, I'm dropping in for an emergency episode. It's not really an emergency, but it's just that me and Emily don't get to record weekly anymore. And we're doing a little live on Friday, so I just want to kind of plug it. So we're we're doing a little... And and somehow we're like matching with colors. I don't know what's going on. This is on theme. So this is what you can expect on Friday, okay? This is what you can expect. You can see us. We'll talk about the thing. So make sure you're following She Speaks Bravo on Instagram. She'll give you all the deets. Come find us. Y'all know we like to, you know, talk a lot of crap and a lot of BS and make the <laughs> funny. So it'll be really good. But I got it here today because... I want to do a little emergency episode. You know, those Beverly Hills quote unquote dinner from hell episodes are always something else. So I was like, you know what? Let me see if Emily has time to record. Let's see what's going on. This is literally hours after the episode has come out. So y'all are getting it fresh and clean. Emily,
1: hi. I literally watched this from the car, from my phone. Yeah. Finished it. And boom, here we are. Here Here we we are.
0: are. Here we are. Me and my unsweet tea. We're just having a good time right now. It's amazing. (laughs) Okay. Thoughts on the episode?
1: Okay. I fully respect Sutton and Garcelle for Mm -hmm. doing what they did. Okay? Sutton in the conversation with Kyle Pryor did exactly what I thought she was going to do because she told us on Watch What Happens Live I was actually going through something Mm -hmm. and you guys don't know what it is and so Pia and I said on last week our recap last week we said great
0: episode
1: (laughs) oh thank you let's see what it is first because it's Sutton and so we remember with the designer how she how after Dorit's robbery Sutton was like I mean, I know I've had a day too. the designer can't make it in. And you're like, what? So it was very similar to that in the conversation mm-hmm. with Kyle. where She's like, let me excuse myself. I had just found out <laughs> he was moving. And and then and then she's like, "And hey, but we're not moving. And it's fine. And I'm going to get more child support. It's like, oh. like oh, damn it. Damn it. Sutton. <laughs> but then to be like so offended that Kyle isn't understand because she was in, in my opinion, she was making an excuse. But like, I have such a hard time siding with Kyle. Mm-hmm. But I can give her that conversation. But then into the dinner, mm-hmm. as much as it was irritating me, the way Sutton wouldn't just fucking say it. And that's why I love right. Garcelle being like, with her marriage. How about that? With her marriage. What is it? Talk the about most it.
0: necessary cast member on this cast.
1: Honestly, though.
2: Jeez.
1: So she, like, Garcelle slam dunked it for Sutton because Sutton was about... I knew she, someone had to because Kyle's done this to multiple people throughout the years. And, mm-hmm. and Kyle was shady enough to bring Camille in when her friend Faye is there and wants nothing to do with her. Hello. So, like, Kyle deserves it. But, like, mm. Sutton's execution was really starting to bother me. And so thank you, Garcelle. Yes. They,
0: okay, they're like the perfect kind of duo because sudden always starts it because she knows what she wants like to happen. She knows like I've heard these rumors, these are all like going on. This is what's happening. And Garcella's person is like, okay, girl, what are we doing right now? Let's get to the shit. And like she actually like slam dunks it for her. Sudden does the alley oop garcelle like gets it in the basket so there we go look look at all these sports references i know who who are (laughs) so straight right now look at me trade okay (laughs) (laughs) um okay so let's let's talk a little bit about the episode before we get to that and then we'll kind of dive into that because i have Many thoughts as you did. Can, yeah, because uh, can you
1: tell me what happened in the beginning? Because I missed the first fifteen yes, minutes.
0: I'm gonna give Emily the rundown because she was like running out of like nail salon. <laughs> My nail me. appointment. Like, hold yeah. on. <laughs> it's like I'm coming. I'm coming. So thank you for that. Let me see the nails. Actually, hold on. Let me take. Oh, a I
1: love them. Ooh. a little nude moment. Nude, square nail. It's giving Mm. me like my 90s dream come true. I'm pointing at everything. I'm typing. I'm happy. I love them.
0: Yeah. You know what you call that? You call that classic. I love that.
1: Yes. Classic
0: with a modern edge because you got the, you know, the shape to them. So I like it. I'm
1: like, I haven't done a square nail in so long. This is like Mm. what I wanted my nails to look like when I was like 12.
0: Yes. There you go. There you go. You remember all the girls that like this is so like all random. <laughs> you remember all the girls really wanted um the French like the French. When they, I almost yes. did a
1: French. I almost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wanted it like the, for some reason moms were like so against the French tip, but like
1: oh, why that, was it scandalous? It was right.
2: Scandalous.
0: I don't know why that was. I always wonder. I'm like, what? It's just like a, a white. Line, like what's wrong with them? Maybe white line stands for cocaine. I don't know, but here we
2: are. It
1: was like a thing. It was like she not French yet. You cannot do a French yet. I'm like, right? Why? <laughs> Even now as an adult. I'm like, that didn't make sense. We didn't exactly. need exactly maybe because it was more expensive.
0: You know what? My dad did that a lot. He would always tell me. I remember uh this is okay, once again, the most random story ever, but I remember my dad. I love, like, still do, Erica Badu. She came to Memphis, but that was, like, after she had shot that music video for Window Seat. I don't know if y'all remember, but it was her walking through the streets, and, like, by the end of the video, she had gotten naked and then, like, gotten shot. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Yes, and he was like, uh, he was like, I was gonna get you tickets for your birthday, but I, I he's like, that's too much. Like, I don't know what she's doing. Like, I, I, it's too much going on, all of that. He later told me in life, he was like, yeah, I just couldn't afford that shit. Those tickets were way too high. Like, I just didn't buy I'm like, okay, like don't like gaslight me into thinking that like I have like this uh you know out there wild taste it's just like just let me know that I'll be like okay fine maybe I'll work for it but I'm sitting here thinking like I'm scarred because I can't go see Erica Badu so there we go I'm Tyrone okay anyway (laughs) (laughs) um okay so the beginning of the episode we have a conversation between dorit crystal and kyle that's our first scene where kyle is you probably saw it because it's like i saw saw seven minutes of it yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. so you probably didn't miss any of the episode actually because you saw (laughs) that little piece um so there, there was that where kyle's like you know mocking sudden and doing all of this i'll tell you my issue with this scene.
1: yeah i was gonna say let's talk about that
0: yeah kyle is you know beyonce told us on renaissance she said Uh, there's a whole lot of playing victim and a villain at the same time. And Kyle Richards is very good at that. She does it all the time. She's the one that doesn't want people questioning her her level of alcohol and why she's not drinking. It'll put her in a depression. And then she starts the episode off by saying that she thinks someone else on the cast is an alcoholic. So there's that. How do you feel? How You saw this like first Mm -hmm. six, seven minutes. What did you think about this scene in particular?
1: Well, I could tell the second... Kyle thought she was going to go on the offense with Sutton. Mm-hmm. And that was last week's episode where Sutton was like, Well, what's going on with you? And she was like, Oh, my. Kyle was like, Okay, she's going to start bringing stuff up about the tabloids and my marriage mm-hmm. and whatnot. So she then was like, We need, she called Dereet, FaceTime Dereet, and she said, the- told her the story. And they both, I feel like they both, without saying it, but then like, Got up that Facetime and text each other like, so we're gonna go after Sutton, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it was so deliberate. This scene, like, you even have Dorit doing a whole impression, a horrible impression, by the way. Like, don't do, like, I don't even know yeah, what that was. That's I don't not know what vocation. accent that was. <laughs> it's not even working at all. So I don't, um, I don't love the scene. I love that Crystal's in the scene though, because Crystal did did maintain her integrity. Mm-hmm. And she didn't just jump into participating. Um, the scene itself between Kyle and Drew just felt staged and weird and too accusatory. Yeah. And the fact that Kyle has not said, just like you said, like we hear her tonight say, I can't afford to be depressed right now. Okay, mm-hmm. well, we don't know that. when you talk No, to not Dor- at all. And even when Jared asked you just one-on-one, the two of you, when you went out to lunch in Vegas, you said, I need to be really clear right now. Which was so unclear for us because we were like, why? What is it? So you're still not telling (sighs) us what's happened. Like, we still don't know what Kathy said to Lisa Rinna. That was a huge thing that Kathy was able, was willing to apologize on camera and do that whole thing. We still don't know Mm
2: -hmm. what
1: that was. I'm assuming it had to do with Mauricio. I'm assuming it was something like, and we all know Mauricio cheats on her all the time. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Um, because she then, after she gets her tattoo, she's like still just acting all weird with Mauricio. And I'm like, okay, see, now you're going to keep doing scene after scene after scene scene on camera with Mauricio and not clue us in. It's the weirdest energy between you guys. You're not saying what's happening. So I didn't like that opening scene because I'm like, Kyle, you know you're about to avoid your truth this whole season. Exactly. And And then Dorit's just going along with it because that's what Dorit does.
0: It, it, the read is on whoever side is in front of her so it just it doesn't <laughs> totally. matter at all <laughs> it's
1: totally what it is
0: they that scene we'll, we'll get to it in a minute but that scene with her and morgan like all of it oh, way more chemistry oh, with her and morgan <laughs> than there ever was with her and mauricio so what does he call it love bean love sprout whatever the hell he says it drives me crazy now because now it feels so apparent like uh-huh you know, i think over the course of beverly hills we haven't heard him call her that that much as we have this season alone. And it's, it's giving a little weird. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we get a scene where uh, Garcelle and Sudden are talking about Kyle. And this is where they kind of introduce oh. the what's going on in her marriage conversation because oh. they, recap, mm-hmm, they recap like Kyle coming up to the house and like how that went and like all this kind of stuff. And they talk about all of that. Garcelle... I, I don't know how Dorit caught a stray in this scene, but it was the funniest moment of the episode to me when Garcelle, so you probably saw it online, but she said the only time, because Sudden, for context, had said uh, that uh, she thinks something's going on because Kyle is no longer wearing her wedding ring. You know, remember all those pictures going around online where they mm-hmm. caught her without her wedding ring. And she was saying now she has this new, like sapphire and diamond ring, like that she's bought herself and like all this kind of stuff. And you know, mm-hmm. Garcelle's like, "Oh, I didn't notice that." And then her confessional, she goes, "The only time I noticed jewelry was after <laughs> the robbery when Dorit still had hers." I'm like, "You know what?"
1: Mm. I Bravo. love that she Bravo. did that. She just, she just snu- slid it right in there, so mm-hmm. smooth, so we're smooth. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. so glad we're, I'm so glad we're able to talk about this openly now. Thank you, Garcelle, because yes. There were just so many damn questions
0: so many like what are we why are we ignoring all of this i'm i'm glad it's these two that are gonna like bring it up every time like everyone else is gonna act like oh no suddenly like we want privacy it's their marriage beverly hills has a history of this and it's always annoyed me i will never get over the fact that we did we like completely ignored that man chasing dorit on that beach trying uh-huh. to, like <laughs> trying to get all that information about suing her on that uh that swimsuit so it, mm-hmm. it's, that's a lot of mess right there too so i won't forgive them for that so thank you garcelle and Sutton, for Mm -hmm. always bringing up the mess
1: they're like it's not fair that you'll do it to everyone else and Mm -hmm. you're trying to do it to us like it's just not fair ironically they haven't really been able to like dig up too much shit on like sutton and garcelle because you know they would if they could you know they would bring Mm -hmm. up a lawsuit or something like that yet they've been hiding these huge things
0: right huge things every time See, that that that's what you get when uh, Garcelle's been out there for so long that anything that might even be out there, we would know about because mm-hmm. she's actually, unlike Lisa Renner, has been an actress this whole time. So <laughs> we would actually know and the paparazzi would care enough to actually try to expose all this stuff. So if it's not out there by now, then, uh, baby, I don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. um I was shocked. I don't know if you saw the scene with Erica, but I was shocked at her talking to whoever this was. But she was actually being honest about like people not wanting to work with her right now. Like she gets no offers for like new music and all this kind of stuff. And she's trying to put herself back out there. She's trying to rebuild her life. Erica is really on a like Eyanla fix my life tour this uh this season. Is it working for you? That's the question.
1: No, it's <laughs> I just I know what she's doing, I could tell yeah. from that from that first therapy scene where she acted like she didn't know what empathy was. And I was like, Oh, she's going to do a story arc where she finds her, her empathy and her compassion. And it's just very strategic Mm because she's not out of like, she knew something was happening. She's still at this point, You know, let's pretend pretend that's not the case even. She still doesn't want to give back, you know, earrings and still acts like she's the one struggling when we're dealing with people who are like, I haven't been able to work for 20 years because of this injury that I never received all my payout for. Mm -hmm. So she's still clueless on that level, but she has to now win back. The public. And I feel like she sat down with her lawyer and they were like, okay, I think we really need to lean into the empathy, but you have to like find the empathy because you acted like you didn't have any empathy before. But then I feel like she like leaned too far because, like, you know what empathy is. Like, she literally asked her therapist, she's like, how do I get that? How do you right. get empathy? Right. Much, then you're a sociopath if you can't do that.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, And and what's even worse is we know how this season ends because it ends yes. with her like meeting with the victims. Yes. The, oh, my God. I've had this super realization. Oh, my God. Oh, you mean that stealing money? That's wrong? What? Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Now I'm a human. It's like, okay, girl. Like, what? what we doing, but okay. It's all a fully right.
1: planned out like story arc. So, yeah. you know, yeah, these, because she is, what's kind of freaky though, is she is doing a good job in the scenes sometimes where you're like, maybe there is a little bit of honesty here, right? Um, but it's really very much, as she said, she's a showman. So it's all very performative. A-
0: absolutely. Uh, there, I'll tell you, I sometimes, like it doesn't dawn on me how rich a lot of these women are sometimes. And it's so random what like like the things that make me like say, oh my God, that, that requires that requires a level of wealth or level of money. Mm-hmm. The scene where Jack and Garcelle go out to dinner, and he just so casually orders, oh, I'll have an A5 Wagyu steak and this and that. If I was a kid, like, out to dinner with my dad, I would have gotten popped in the back of the head. Like, you are not about to order the most expensive thing on the menu. And for some reason, that really hit home with me. That it's like, okay, wow, y'all are super rich out there. And I can't relate. Yes, I cannot relate. Mm -hmm. Cannot. Love that, though. I'm really into this level of honesty that, like, Garcelle and her sons have this season. I find all those things so interesting, especially with Jax, because he's, obviously a lot more open than like jade is i think jade is just in that fe- period right now where he's just super in love with his girlfriend he's like i don't like have a care in the world he's but literally Jax- like
1: i don't care about right
0: <laughs> but literally Jax is like he's all the emotions all of the things all of the feelings and he's saying them out loud and we don't get it's like a lot going on like black child like uh saying this out loud like almost like you know kind of prompting therapy sessions without the therapist being like it's all good stuff and i love seeing this like dynamic between those
2: two i love love
1: that i love garcelle keeps proving time and again that she's not afraid to show anything
2: Mm -hmm. you know there's no
1: there's no like forced scene where they love each other and they say nice things to each other nope it's here's an honest scene Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: and this is not just the first honest scene here's like the third honest scene that they're getting
0: exactly meaning like he didn't
1: he didn't try it once and she didn't go off camera and be like if you ever do that again right you're out of the house she's like okay fine
0: so i love it love it she's practicing what she preaches because she's like if i'm gonna like be an aid to sudden and drag all of this shit out of these girls that they're Mm -hmm. trying to hide then i have to put it all out there first and you know what respect Mm -hmm. respect i'm here for it me too the scene with Kyle and Morgan. Oh uh, my God, I'm, like, whoa. <laughs> overbearing, like over like over everything. Whelming, <gasps> oh <my> bearing. God. <laughs> the, I, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Morgan, I, like no offense. I hope you don't take offense to this if you ever hear it. I cannot take her seriously with that Tom and Jerry cartoon voice that she has. No. It drives me up the wall like Whitney on Salt Lake City. Because like <laughs> Whitney, now I've had like four years to kind of process. So it's like okay, I, mm-hmm. whatever. Like it's not going away. It's there. Like whatever. But Morgan is a whole new like. Whoa, that was that. That came in fast. Was not ready for it. I I I needed to stop. <laughs> I needed to stop.
1: I cannot stand the way Morgan talks. I also cannot stand the relation. Their relationship looks like Kyle is re- reverting back to being like a 13 year old meeting yeah. like a cool girl for okay. the first time. And I feel like Kyle does have apps, like has feelings for, because I, I don't know. I'm still not sold that they are actually like doing it. Kitty clicking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but I'm mm-hmm. at the place where I'm like, Kyle wants this woman Mm -hmm. morgan knows that because she looks like the type of lesbian who has this who does this who does them. she flips them you know what i mean because she's Mm -hmm. hot but she's still got the tattoo she's got like a tomboy you know what i mean so i'm like Mm -hmm. aha so she's kind of fucking with kyle she feels a little condescending with kyle she Mm. feels like she knows kyle wants her because what straight woman going through a midlife crisis doesn't like right. that's, what Mor- that's where Morgan steps in,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, sober, all these tats. Yeah. I do country. I don't care, but I'm like a liberal lesbian. You know, it's like, I can just imagine <laughs> the amount of 50 year old women who are like, I'm obsessed with you. She's like, happens all the time.
0: Exactly. I, I imagine like her so... target audience. <laughs> I imagine her target audience being like Jan from the office. Like, I just feel like they would like <laughs> love <her. laughs> would just love her and eat her up if they got the chance. So I'm, I'm here for it.
1: You need to make content with that. You need to. You took
0: me by the hand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Made me your man. One night.
2: night.
0: (laughs) What a deep cut for you (laughs) office fans out there. There you go. You get it all here. There we go. um lots of chemistry between them none between her and Mauricio like wow I'm almost I I, I kind of feel like I'm rooting even though I hate the voice rooting for them more so because it's like it almost feels like her and Mauricio are just together at this no, point it seems
1: like she hates him
0: yeah like
1: no it's like an active hatred and then when he said mm. the line like well hopefully I get to see the tattoo she's like you're seeing it now Right? Like, no like often she goes well Like, oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Like, no, thank you. I think that
1: he knows she hates her for, I'm sure there's legitimate reasons, but Mm -hmm. because we're not getting that, I'm like, you got this scene where you're longingly and lovingly staring at Morgan as you get a tattoo. Then you're giving her a tattoo and just giggling your little face off. It's so funny. (laughs) Then you go to your husband and have that scene? Okay. I don't know. Girl like I I wasn't I really was honestly trying to watch this scene and be like I don't I don't think anything's happening but I'm like no, okay so Kyle wants Morgan and uh hates Mauricio I mean it's just bottom line
0: it just is what it is (laughs) it is what it is at this point I'm just like you know what whatever relationship you're in next season I'm here for it because it won't be you and Mauricio (laughs) so Mm -hmm. there we go uh let's jump to the dinner party Okay. What did you think of, like, the, the all-star cast of guests that we got in this episode? We got Cynthia Bailey, Denise Richards, Camille Donatachi, is it? And um, uh, the Morally Corrupt. So what did you think of this? Kind of like a little cavalcade of cast members here.
1: You know, it was, it was such a... It, yet again, Kyle sets up her really good friend, Faye, with Camille.
0: Yeah. you know, Right like across the- from her.
1: It's like the first time it happened, um, the first time it was the dinner party from hell. Yes, mm-hmm. we know that. But then after that, like two seasons later, three seasons later, I can't remember. Kyle has a, a little backyard dinner party mm-hmm. and like, oh, and it was, uh, I'm sorry, it actually wasn't Camille. It was, um, who was that one hit wonder cast member that was blonde who had the bad hearing? Was it Catherine. Catherine. yes, yes and yes. she hated Faye, yes, <laughs> and and Kyle knew that, mm-hmm. but Kyle set up Faye for that, and I'm like, huh?
2: Of you all really things don't for give a fuck, remember.
0: right? I
1: know of all things for you to remember, you remember Catherine, Catherine
0: <laughs> and I would have never
1: guessed that. Like honestly, <laughs> that was I was at nowhere was Catherine in my brain, but so like I that alone, I'm like, damn, Kyle will do anything for. For just a scene, a moment, almost to kind Mm -hmm. of show off that she can get Camille and Denise. Right. You know, it's a flex. Like, they'll do it for me type of thing. And it's like, your friend Faye is there. And she actively hates Camille so much that she moves. She's like, I'm not sitting here.
0: Exactly. And Kyle's like, "Mm, whatever. This is one of the times, though, that I kind of hate being like a part of the... Like the scene at all before it happens, kind of scene. Yes. Like, I feel like the way all this was reported was that like, oh my god, all these people were there, and it was like, you know, it it, it made it feel like it wasn't a thing where it was just going to be like sudden and Garcelle versus Kyle. It was like a thing where it was going to be like everybody getting involved in this, and it still might be. I don't know what next week holds. I think next but... week it will be okay because in kinda... the
1: preview, in the preview, remember we see Erica and Denise getting into it, and she's wearing that outfit.
0: Oh, okay. That's I believe she, like
1: she brings up the OnlyFans or whatever. No, I guess maybe I'm maybe I'm conflating two things. Don't listen to me. I don't know. Maybe who I thought knows? so. I maybe that's wishful thinking.
0: There we go. Because you can't who, call this one. Knows?
1: This is not one of the dinner party from Hell's that. like No, no.
0: There's got to be like more to this because that them them referring to it as dinner party from Hell part. What is this three now? Yeah. It's it, doesn't got live up, <laughs> exactly. it doesn't live up to the first two. The first two were both like amazing because it was already ambitious to call the second one uh-huh. like that. But then when it came, you were like, okay, well, okay. Fair. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, yes. it's earned it. Yeah. You always, yes. want to, you always want to under promise, over deliver. You never exactly. want to do the opposite. And this, mm-hmm. knowing the way they paced it, maybe next week's going to, maybe next week we're going to be like, just kidding. It was absolutely a dinner party from hell. Maybe. Right. Right, but right, right, right. as of this one, I was like, okay, well. Okay, okay, okay.
0: You guys know I've been working hard with a personal trainer and have been losing weight and gaining me some muscle. I told y'all, I'm trying to be in a Speedo on a beach for my 35th birthday, okay? Mind your business. You'd think that it'd be incredibly difficult during the holiday season, but uh, uh, it isn't. One of the reasons is Green Chef. You can eat clean all holiday long with 80 plus weekly options that change every single week featuring delicious nutritionist approved recipes. Choose from their eight meal preferences with options for every lifestyle, including quick and easy, protein packed calorie smart, Mediterranean, keto, delicious discoveries, gluten free and plant based. Now that I'm getting my life together, I'm eating five or six times a day. But guess what? Eating clean shouldn't be boring, especially during the holiday season. Feel your best and satisfy your cravings with adventurous eats made nutritious. Discover exciting new flavors with recipes that feature certified organic fruits and vegetables, sustainably sourced seafood, and unique farm fresh ingredients like tart cherries, truffle zest, and rainbow carrots. Okay, so my personal favorite is the Sriracha Tamari Beef Bowl. Since I'm learning all about macros and getting up to a certain number of carbs, fats, and protein every day, this is the perfect meal designed specifically for me, or at least it feels that way, okay? And just when you think something can't possibly taste this good, boom, you're hit with all of the flavor that you need for some good, clean eating. Power through the bustling holiday season with their convenient step-by-step recipes, including wholesome dinners ready in 30 minutes or less. 10-minute lunches, grab-and-go lunches, and green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages. Plus, cut down on meal prep with pre-portioned and prepped ingredients, including pre-measured sauces, spices, and dressings delivered right to your door. For Green Chef's best deal of the year, get $250 off with code COMICS250 at greenchef.com slash COMICS250. Again, for Green Chef's best deal of the year, get $250 off with code COMICS250 at greenchef.com slash comics250. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love switching between these brands, and now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me, the number one meal kit for eating well. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like Blackjack, Roulette, and Slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games that you can't find anywhere else. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. If you're a longtime listener of this podcast, then you know that one of my family's favorite things to do is take a cruise. And one of my favorite things to do while on said cruises is to set up shop at the blackjack table. Well, now I can get the same exciting feeling in the palm of my hand and in the comfort of my own home. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code KENDRICK. New customers get a deposit match up to $500 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code Kendrick. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 and up. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted-in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max match 500 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: What are you doing?
0: It was <laughs> <laughs> there's noise in the back. Socks is like oh, cutting
1: a pool and it's I thought, I, going on. <laughs> I thought you, I thought there, I thought that you were like like stop. No. <laughs> stop like doing that. And I was like, who is in your home?
0: I know. You know, it's always mess over here when I'm recording, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you just never know what's gonna happen. People might walk out naked. It's just it's a whole thing. Over Whatever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um sudden excuse that she gives Kyle. You've already kind of touched on it, but who she says that she wasn't in her right mind or there was a lot on her mind because her ex-husband wants to take her son and wants her to move to another country because he's moving. But then she's like, well, that's not going to happen. Actually, we're both staying here. And my son, (laughs) God forbid, her son's going to be with her full time. And she is getting more child support. So the
1: fact that that's how she wrapped up her, her reason. I was like, right. Leave that out right now.
0: Exactly. Like, let them know that like next time you see Kyle, yeah. <laughs> just do like the beginning. Like, I think my life's in turmoil. I think I'm about to have to move. I got to flee the country. Like it's a lot <laughs> going on. The FBI is looking for me. Like inflate that a little bit, like leave out the part where you become even richer than you are when you're out here buying ponies every other week. Like let's let's calm like, down. She
1: did bit. sound so out of touch.
2: Uh-huh. Which it's- is sudden.
1: OK, so here's the other thing. She also already talked to Kyle about what happened. Remember, she did it at Garcelle's. Mm
2: -hmm. She went
1: to talk to her at Garcelle's event. And when Kyle was like, something was up with you, she was like, I was very calm. I was very (laughs) calm. And so she could have brought it up then and been like, I'm here to explain... The reason I overreacted was because of whatever she went over to have that scene to have Kyle apologize to her and, and like, you know, Mm -hmm. call Kyle out. It, I just don't feel like these things are related. I don't think that that situation affected anything. Mm -hmm. And if that really, yet again, she's crying over something that's so privileged. I have to sell my house. I am just, I'm very stressed out. Like, I, going through something is one thing but it's she does use it as an excuse like she does literally she's like i just want to say this is what i was going through and then you're supposed to be like oh oh okay well i didn't realize that forgiven you know and so yeah i was really weak and again you you really fucked it up there at the end by saying (laughs) that now i have to have him full-time and i'm gonna get more child support
0: this is like Jessel trying to relate the sigh about like the, <laughs> the, the uncle like all over again. It's like wait, 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 no, like no, stop. You're you were doing so good at first, but oh boy. No, oh my god, I, I forgot
1: to I forgot to text you this. I think did you see Jessel did what article did she do? She did an article where it was like things you didn't know about me, and it was some one of them. One of the facts mm-hmm. was something with like knowing Michael Jackson. I don't know, but it was something that like yes. only a richer kid could have had.
0: I, I was like,
1: like oh, okay, well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if they choose to deep dive on her, like next season, we are gonna, we're it's, we're gonna be in for a time. Like, my lord, my lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, we're, we're about to talk about like the last kind of little scene now. But speaking of which, I need like more casting news about every show to start coming out. Like, Atlanta. Atlanta specifically like but I want like New York too, like all of these like I need to know what's going on like I don't like not knowing like knowing that Atlanta isn't filming into the spring already kind of upsets me but I don't know I feel like I'm being teased because then like Portia Cynthia and Nini were together I, with I
1: know Lisa
0: and Chanel I'm like okay stop teasing me and like do something like where the fuck is the camera
1: I know I need to, I, I, when I did my live earlier today, someone asked what I think is happening with Atlanta casting. And I'm like, I just truly don't know. And I don't, and I don't like it, but I don't (laughs) know. I can't tell if they're to me, what I think they're doing is they're trying to decide if they want to put more money into it and get Meanie and Porsche and keep candy and Kenya or something. Mm -hmm. Or if, um, they're just like, let's just gut the whole thing. And yeah, I don't know. But someone someone brought something up and I wanted to run this by you. Actually, okay. I was like, I was like saving it for this. When you asked if we record, I was like, Ooh. okay, then I'll, I'll cause I was gonna, I was actually gonna voice note you earlier and ask this Ooh, question. Okay. This was someone asked us on a live.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: said candy does seem a little checked out. And if they lost candy, they would free up a big part of their budget.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, huh, now. I really thought I needed candy back, but that's a good point. Would you be cool with losing candy if it meant gaining Nini and Portia?
2: Ooh.
0: I, I'll do anything for Nini and Portia, just first <laughs> of all. But I think if they're going to bring Nini and Portia back, they need to keep candy.
1: That's what but, I said, too.
0: Yeah. I, I just feel like at the end of the day, no matter how many yep. times they're in the same room or going yep. through it, Nini and Porsche, Nini and Candy are going to get into it. They just cannot be on the same accord. I feel like Nini feels like Candy's always been favored. She's like you know one of the fan favorites. Like it's always been that kind of thing. And I think Nini just resents that in a way. And so I need that to be captured on camera. Mm -hmm. Plus, I I do that would free up a ton of money, though I will say that. But Mm -hmm. I also think it's a little. Oh, not unfair, but it's a little hard to judge people's, le- like, their the cast level of interest based around this cast. Because I think you can say the same thing about Kenya. Like, Kenya just doesn't care about these girls. Mm, yeah. But we know what Kenya can do. Candy doesn't care about these girls, but we know what she can do. Like, she even tried, because like she gave Marlo as much she can, but then she's like, I'm just yep. done with this. This is stupid. Totally. And so, I think that reviving this cast, I think you'll get your money's worth out of both of them still because I, I think they've still got some good stuff to tell.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking.
0: There we go. Same page. One accord. There we go. One band, one sound. Uh <laughs> Beverly Hills. Cause we always we always talk about Atlanta somehow. Like we know we I always be on Atlanta, always <laughs> <laughs> um I appreciated so much Crystal getting it started at that dinner. And I appreciated the assist from Anne-Marie throughout this, too. We don't really know her that well yet, but I think both of them were kind of the unsung heroes at this dinner because Crystal like Crystal, started it all. She's like, I just walked into an intense moment. I don't know what's going on. I'm in front of literally everyone in the universe right now, so I just want to talk about this like privately. It's like, okay, well, we're thrown under the bus, so we might as well talk about it. And I'm like, go, Crystal. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. And then Anne-Marie constantly picking up the ball to... Yes. What did you think? What was your first impressions of her from this episode?
1: I I know that we've got some problematic things to deal with when it comes mm. to her and her husband, but I enjoyed her energy. It was like yeah, a new energy for this group. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that there's someone like. As you know, maybe not everyone else, I don't drink for the exact reasons Kyle said. I don't yeah. want to say something I, I regret. I don't want to be doing splits in the middle of the party. I don't want to be doing <laughs> all that because I wake up the next day so anxious and I ruin my whole day. And it's mm-hmm. it's just, you. She, Kyle, has, it. Kyle has grown out of it and I respect her for that. And mm-hmm. I- I don't like that they keep asking what they're, what they want to ask Kyle is we get that you're not drinking for a reason. What's the reason? And if and it is, it it wasn't what you were saying before. Like, I just feel better. I just feel better. It was what you said tonight, which was, I cannot afford to be depressed because I know what that was like when I was like, I can't have another one of these days for my mental health. I literally can't. Do this to myself again. But Kyle has left that out until now.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I like that. Then in comes Anne Marie, who is also clearly very into fitness. Her entire body is just muscle. Yes. And so she kind of gives this normalcy to it for Kyle, where Kyle can be like, see, she does mm-hmm. too. But like, they haven't known her to be someone who doesn't do that. And now when you make, it is true. When you make, you're doing it. When you make lifestyle changes, it can freak people out.
0: Yes, 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 yes. You know what I mean? My whole family is like, uh-huh. panicking like all the time because they're like let's go do this and like, okay wait wait what can you eat like what are you doing like I'm like don't worry about me I'll be fine I I, I plan for this it's okay like it's all right so it's, it's all the time you make those lifestyle changes but my family unlike Kyle's they know why I'm like doing all of this like nobody knows yeah. why the hell Kyle is doing this and it's like I think that's the question it's like I get it she wants to be respected she's saying you know I'm making these changes just like don't question it don't ask about it but I personally think it's normal that if you see a friend like drastically lose a lot of weight or mm-hmm. uh make some huge lifestyle changes like that, you're gonna want to ask, like even if it's just like, you know, being a nosy bitch, but you might just be genuinely like concerned about if it's anything like wrong that's going on, because you know, that that especially those Zimpic girlies, like you never know, like they drop the weight on these shows, and then it's we like have to make sure because You know, unfortunately, Hollywood, we've seen people where, like, they drop the weight and it's not intentional. And then, like, I always think about, like, Chadwick Boseman, because, like, Mm. when he lost all the weight, you know, like, everyone was like, oh, wow, he's so skinny. And I had all these comments about his appearance. And then we know what happened with him. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people can't, like, separate the two. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's all weird with them, but I don't think they're wrong for wanting to know more especially when she's so withholding it just makes me like well okay that's it like it makes a you want to know more. exactly i want to know way more about yeah it.
1: but that's why i think Marie is kind of fun coming in because she is like clueless chick who's mm-hmm. like what she can't work out she can't not drink like right what's the big deal and so it's kind of good because then it forces she gets to kind of ask from a place of a uh, uh, in not innocence but for lack of a better word, where she's like, Well, what's wrong with that? Like, she's totally clueless. Yes, she can she start get shit. She that history. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she can start shit purposely. Mm-hmm. And I actually, when I, cause you know, they, one of the things they did wrong was showing this, uh, like, clip at BravoCon. So, like, obviously it made its way on yes. the internet. And that was kind of the climax of the episode. Uh huh. But one of the things that, uh, that I like that we got in this episode was, when I first saw that and I saw like Anne-Marie kind of like blindly defending Kyle, I was like, okay, how long has she known Kyle? This feels very thirsty. Like, why is this happening? But having this context of seeing like, oh, okay, Kyle's basically asking me to defend her in these moments when they're coming to her about her lifestyle changes. Now I'm like, okay, that, you know, that could have went a whole nother way, but I'm glad we got the perspective because I would not, I, I would, might've been thinking very differently of her had I not had that.
1: hmm Yeah. No, I thought I thought I mean, look, we're going to get a lot out of her. I think she is going to be kind of thirsty because I believe Crystal was referring to Anne-Marie when she's like, yeah, I never come in with like prepared reads or anything. Yeah. And I think she was saying, but she did. And we also got that clip in the trailer of her being of Emery being like, "You should be thanking me for making you relevant." And I'm like, "Okay." And I, like that felt most
0: first, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: But for like, I I feel like you when we meet a new cast member, we almost always like them their first episode, right? Almost always, like Diana. People were loving Diana last mm-hmm. season because you only get this little glimpse of them. You just meet them. They're introducing you to their life a little bit, but like. Yep it's just so minor and they're on their best behavior. And a lot of the time they're so shocked by what ends up happening at their first event, like a fight like this, mm-hmm. that, uh, that they kind of were like, That's fine, I don't know. And then as it g- keeps going, I'm like big change, changing my mind. Totally. Changing right. My mind.
0: Exactly. We just don't know her well enough yet. Who yeah. knows for a while we know. Cause like you mentioned, her and her husband do have some some takes yes. about a lot of stuff. We don't know if that'll bleed into this show too. So people that love her now might be super offended and grossed out by her soon enough. So I'm always willing because I know a lot of this stuff does fall on her husband. Yes. And I don't know how much of it actually, you know, like what she says or does. Like, I, we, I don't know yet. We're still all learning her, but it could be a thing where like, She's just yet another housewife with a gross husband. So we don't, we don't know. We might end up liking her. We might not. But jury's still out on her. But I liked her this episode. I'll say I'm giving grace, people. I liked this
1: episode. Like you can give us one episode to like them, but like we are so used to taking it back, right? After seeing the way shit goes, so like we we're we're ready to take it back.
0: We're ready to take it back at any given goddamn moment. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Anytime we feel like it.
0: Um, who do you think last question, who do you think got the upper hand or kind of won the battle between sudden? Well, let me see. Do you think that sudden won it was like trying to get it out of her? Do you think she won it once she got the assist from Garcelle? I was say or do you think Kyle had the okay?
1: Because <laughs> Garcelle won that because she also maintained like laughter. In Mm -hmm. it. You know, she didn't like Sutton was so serious and was like pissed off as where Garcelle would say something. And then if Kyle would answer, she'd like laugh if it was funny. Right. And so Garcelle fucking won that whole thing. Agreed. Sutton's over here like, Kyle, you're not saying what I (laughs) want you to say. And I'm like, but you're not saying what you like, what you really mean. And that I kind of I did sort of respect that with Kyle. She's like, if you're going to fucking bring it up, say it. Right. Don't allude to it. Have the balls to say the whole fucking thing. And then love here that. comes Garcelle. And she's like, with her marriage. With her right. The <laughs> band. You know, I, Garcelle is just not afraid to say anything, man. No. Lo- love that about
0: someone that Beverly Hills desperately God. needed. They needed that energy, whether it was from her or some other new cast member. That's the energy they need. Because if they had it, like, it would be all... Uh, rainbows and and Alluding cool to things, not exactly. saying it,
1: avoiding it. Like even remember, like was it last season? Yeah, that was Lisa Rinna's last season. Uh, mm-hmm. when she when Erica asks her, some they're sitting at Lisa Rinna's, uh, whatever that event was, the wine event, mm-hmm. and they're talking about something, and and Garcelle to Erica's face has to admit, like, no, I don't trust you.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. She
1: does it in such a way that it's not like attacking it's not emotional it's just so like her she has such good boundaries
0: mm-hmm. she literally what she does is she says it's so matter of fact mm-hmm. that it's like she doesn't let them have like a gotcha moment and yes. instead she kind of flips it back and says like uh, no like it's like it, it basically like if you were to ask me that in private just me and you I would tell you the same thing as I would in front of all these people or anyone that I've already told so Mm -hmm. it always kind of gives her the upper hand because it's like well I've I've done it babes like I, I said it I meant it I said what I said and what you said was some bullshit. Like I, I'm standing in it, okay. And mm-hmm. I, I, we love that, need that, need that from them.
1: Yeah, she's her. I like admire the way she communicates so much. Mm-hmm. She has always got such great control over what she says, even in moments that would be really intimidating. And oh, uh, just she just continues to just dominate this whole my show. Love,
0: my love, no, she is love. like
1: she may be my number one housewife now.
0: I I love me some Garcia. Garcelle. is like the sole reason that like I stayed tuned into Beverly Hills. Same, that, you know, you know. Same. Before that, there were a lot of seasons. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this, yeah. and I would just no, jump back get- in. And yeah, yeah. We we need them. I I like the dynamics of the group now. So.
1: She I do too. Gone. And I don't like, I am so grateful that we don't have Lisa Rinna's energy, just constantly right. like, chirping and saying stupid shit. That's she's, she was so disconnected, but she always wanted to be the center of attention, but then be uh-huh. like, oh, so I'm glad she's gone because now they can connect. They can have different layers of a dynamic and it's really showing how boring Dorit is. <laughs> Like I get, I got excited that maybe we'd see more of like her and PK, like really going through it. But I have mm-hmm. a feeling they're not going to reveal much more.
0: Let me say, Sutton has been hilarious in these confessionals. The way she shades, like, oh my god, I forgot about that. I let, like, every almost every time she had a confession on this episode, I cracked the fuck up. Like, I don't know if it's like if Garcelle is just rubbing off on her, but <laughs> something is happening to where her could hurt armchair shade is when she getting much better when
1: she said uh if Dory, if pk can get Doreet it made me realize that i don't need to be so picky <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. I I, 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 I. That was still in the car when I heard when when that part happened, and my jo- I was like, oh, <laughs> and I looked over, and the person to my right was like, what is happening? I'm like, I I would tell you if you weren't driving off right now, because like I need to, I could not even believe. My- Amazing,
0: so Garth. I mean, Dorie caught like two.
1: <laughs> she stary, did two huge, strays.
0: Two strays this episode, and they were both. Fucking hilarious! Like I, I just love it. I leave Oh
1: my god, she did.
0: <laughs> Keep the read on this show, if only for that reason, because that that makes it worthwhile to me. <laughs> just no, she to have is. Them she like...
1: is kind of funny to just make fun of because she's so yes. de- like. Remember, like I said this on my podcast, but when when Sutton last the reunion was like, you you beat this dead horse so much, I turned into glue, and <laughs> and a couple minutes later. Dorit goes, I'm sorry. I don't understand the glue comment. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> like, oh, sweetie. Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: Dorit is funny to watch, like, when she gets insulted. She's, is she actually, I take it back. Dorit's been okay this season. Never mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate her finally trying to, like, realize she needs to step the hell up a little bit. Yeah. because good lord lord knows she wasn't doing it at first so at least uh you know she's doing it in the worst ways by like challenging garcelle about her children and like that kind of stuff but at at least she got a pulse this season like lord i'll i'll take that at least
1: she always has a pulse for garcelle though and that That irritates me
0: that is true and garcelle called mm -hmm. that shit out online did she (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's been liking some tweets because people have been like, it seems like Dorit always has this kind of energy for Garcelle, but nobody else. And and Garcelle's been liking all these, you know, this fan stuff. And I know Andy's going to bring it up at the reunion. And I love that for us.
1: Because it's it needs to be said. It's been mm-hmm. too many seasons in a row now, where the way she talks to Garcelle is just unacceptable.
0: Yes, screaming at the top of her lungs. It's, it's, screaming it's so at the crazy. top of her
1: lungs, or like, or the way she condescended uh, Garcelle in that conversation when you know she was talking about her kids. Mm-hmm. The way she was like, oh, "Go have a shower." See. Excuse you. Oh, right. Oh yeah. So we can talk. Never mind. I hate to read again. Ugh. No. no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Take that Dory. Take then. that, Dory. <laughs> oh my God. It, it always happens. I'm 30 minutes. I, I swear I knew I was going to keep it to 30 this time. Still I, d- went over I, I don't
1: know why you ever think that. <laughs> I know. I, I always like I, I even you
0: see the time I set for the Zoom, I was like, I set it for 30 minutes, not a minute more, still went over 20. It's okay. Of course. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by. This was amazing. I love this conversation. I just want to chit chat with you because we haven't gotten to chit chat in so long, and I wanted to plug the live. I know. We need Atlanta back like ASAP because yeah. what is happening in life? We can talk um,
1: Atlanta because the live on Friday is uh, like this week's wrap up roundup type of stuff. So we can talk yes, about yes. anything we want on that live. So <laughs> yeah, check actually look for my look at my Instagram, look at my stories. I'll put a little thing up saying, "Is there anything you guys want us to talk about?"
0: Ooh, perfect. Go look for it, y'all. Yeah, you don't need to because they all know. Yeah, our, our episode. Our episode where we didn't, our last emergency episode, we talked about Kyle and Morgan and Mauricio was my number one downloaded episode of the year. So they know who Emily is, but give them just, 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 you know, run down your stuff. Tell them, you know, if you want to tell them about things to come, anything, just let them know.
1: Okay. Um. So She Speaks Bravo is the podcast. Uh, stay tuned for some updates there because there was mm-hmm. a second podcast there will be there's news coming um Jeez. but follow me on instagram and tiktok i'm i'm posting on tiktok now so yeah. she speaks bravo and the youtube channel she speaks bravo I also have the patreon i'm releasing like four episodes a week at least so yeah lots of content to consume
0: there you go and i you Keep me abreast of a lot of news, cause like I really? love your TikToks and real. I promise you, like, so, what was it? Something you posted recently where I literally like watched the whole video. The, was, like, Mi- the knew-
1: Miami, my the Lisa Hofstein yes, stuff. He,
0: it was all happening like in the comments sections. I, I knew I heard I heard about that story nowhere, and then I watched your video. I was like, I didn't know about any of this. This is entertaining oh, as hell. Ooh. Like I love this. So keep them coming. I'm loving That's it. Done. Yeah, y'all. I've been Kendrick. That's been Emily. And we'll see ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free? Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at Reality Comics 2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery.